Welcome to Zichudav Simad Member by Abraham Goldar and the Rimazekas Megillah, Daf Yud Gimel. The first parak Megillah Nikres. The Zichud Mazekas Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zichud Chabura. So the three episodes are going to focus on number one. Beginning on Daf Yud Beis Amad Beis, the Gemara addresses the references to Mordechai as an Ish Yemini as well as the Ish Yehudi. Rabbi Baruchana said in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi that Mordechai's father was from Binyamin and his mother was from Yehuda. And the families from both Shvatim tried to take credit for him. Rav says that it was the opposite and that the Jewish people blamed both Shvatim for the troubles that Mordechai caused. They blamed Yehuda because David Melech did not kill Shimi, from whom Mordechai descended, who provoked Haman by not bowing down to him. They blamed Binyamin since Shaul did not kill Agag, from whom Haman descended, who oppressed Israel. Rabbi Yochanan said that Mordechai was from Shevet Binyamin and he was called a Yehudi, Hashem Shekafer Bovodazorah, because he rejected Avodazorah. She called Kofar Bovodazorah Nikra Yehudi, because all who reject Avodazorah are called Yehudi, as is written regarding Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah, that they were called Yehudim when they did not bow down to the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar had erected. Pointing to Rabbi Lazar said, What's the meaning of the puzzle? He, referring to a Kurdish Baruch, who does not withdraw his eyes from a tzaddik. It means, as a reward for Rachel's Tznias, she was Zochadab Shaul, descend from her, who was known for being modest. The more asked where we see the Tznias of Rachel, and brings the famous episode of Yaakov's attempt to marry Rachel and not be tricked by Levin. When she warned him that Levin will deceive him, Yaakov responded, Achiva Nabarimaus, I am his brother in deceit. When she asked if he's allowed to act that way, he answered that he was, as is written in the Pasuk, Imnavar Titabar, Vimikesh Titapal. With a pure person, act purely, and with a crooked person, you act crookedly. Although they had prearranged to have Simani to indicate that it was Rachel, Rachel ended up giving those Simani to Leah so as not to embarrass her. Rashi says that this was an act of Sneas that she kept the Simani private all those years. The Gemara concludes that through Shaul's Sneas, he was able to have Esther descend from him. And point number three, after the Gemara relates how Big Son and Serish's plot against Achishverosh was foiled by Mordechai, it brings the puzzle that comes right after which writes how Haman rose to power. After these things, the more asked what the Megillah is conveying by connecting the story of Bigson and Serish to Haman's promotion, and Rava said, Only after Kosh Baruch Hu created a remedy for the affliction did he send the affliction. For Reish Lakish said, Kosh Baruch does not strike Israel unless he has created the remedy first. As it says in the Pesach, When I heal Yisrael, then the sin of Ephraim will be revealed, meaning only then will they be punished. But with the case of the nations of the world, it's not so. Hashem strikes them, and only after does he create a remedy. As the Pesach states, And Hashem will strike Mitzrayim, striking and healing. So once again, the three points are, number one, beginning on Duff, Yud, Beis, Amad, Beis, the Gemara addresses the references to Mordechai as an Ish Yemini as well as an Ish Yehudi. Rabbi Baruchana said in the name of Yeshua ben Levi, Mordechai's father was from Binyamin and his mother was from Yehuda, and the families from both Shvatim tried to take credit for him. Rabbi says it was the opposite and that the Jewish people blamed both Shvatim for the troubles that Mordechai caused. They blamed Yehuda because David and Melch did not kill Shimi, from whom Mordechai descended, who provoked Haman by not bowing down to him. And they blamed Binyamin since Shaul did not kill Agag, from whom Haman descended, who oppressed Israel. Yochan said that Mordechai was from Sheba Binyamin and he was called the Yehudi, because he rejected Yehudi, because all who reject Avodazar are called Yehudi, as is written regarding Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah, that they were called Yehudim when they did not bow down to the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar had erected. Pointing to Rabbi Lazar said, What's the meaning of the Pesach? He, referring to Kosh Baruch, who does not withdraw his eyes from Hatzadik. It means, as a reward for Rachel's Nias, she was Zochadev Shaul, descend from her, 
who was known for being modest. The Gemara asks where we see that sneers of Rachel and brings the famous episode of Yaakov's attempt to marry Rachel and not be tricked by Lavan. When she warned that Lavan will deceive Yaakov responded, I'm his brother in deceit. When she asked if he's allowed to act the way he answered that he was, as written the Pasuk, With a pure person, act purely, and with a crooked person, you act crookedly. Although they had prearranged to have Simon to indicate that it was Rachel, Rachel ended up giving those Simon to Leah so as not to embarrass her. Rashi says that this was an act of Sneas that she had kept the Simon in private all those years. The Gemara concludes that through Shaul's Sneas, he was Zochah to have Esther descend from him. And point number three, after the relates how Big Son and Serish's plot against Akashverosh was foiled by Mordechai, it brings a puzzle that comes right after which relates how Haman rose to power. After these things. The one asks what the Middle is conveying by connecting the story of Big Son and Serish to Haman's promotion. Rabbi said, Only after Kajbarku created a remedy for the affliction did he send the affliction. For Rabbi said, Kajbarku does not strike Israel unless he has created the remedy first. As it says in the Pasuk, When I heal Israel, then the sin of Ephraim will be revealed, meaning, only then will they be punished. But with the case of the nations of the world, it's not so. Hashem first strikes him, and only after does he create a remedy. As the Pasuk states, And Hashem will strike with Shrim, striking and healing. All right, so now we go to our sim for Daf Yud Gimel, and our standard simon is a Bar Mitzvah boy. A Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. When Mordechai, the Bar Mitzvah boy, forgot his pshatel, and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory... He suddenly realized his modest Bubby had put Simanim of the speech in his pocket and continued confidently speaking about how Hashem sends the Rafua before the Maket. Once again, it's emotion. When Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more enough, Yud Gimel. When Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his Pshetel and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory, which reminds the more brings three answers as to why Mordechai was referred to as an Ish Yehudi and an Ishimini. Mordechai's father was from Binyam, and his mother was from Yehuda, and the families from Boshvatim tried to take credit for him. Rabbi says it was the opposite, and that the Jewish people blame Boshvatim for the troubles that Mordechai caused. They blame Yehuda because David and Melch didn't kill Shimi, from whom Mordechai descended, who provoked Haman, and they blame Binyamin since Shaul did not kill Agag, from whom Haman descended, who oppressed Israel. Rabbi Yochanan said that Mordechai was from Sheva Binyamin, and he was called the Yehudi because he rejected the Vodazor. Shekol Kopribo Vodazor and Nikri Yehudi, because all who rejected Vodazor are called Yehudi. So, when Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel, and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory, he suddenly realized his modest Bubby had put Simanim of the speech in his pocket, which reminds us that because of Rachel's Nias, evidence through the episode of her giving the Simanim to Leah, she was Zohar to have Shaul descend from her, and through Shaul's modesty, he was Zohar to have Esther descend from him. So, when Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel, and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory he suddenly realized his modest bubby had put some money on the speech in his pocket and continued confidently speaking about how Hashem sends the Rafua before the Makkah, which reminds us that Mordechai foiling the plot of Bigson and Serish was the Rafua before the Makkah of Haman rising to power. So once again, when Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory... He suddenly realized his modest Bobby had put some money by the speech in his pocket and continued confidently speaking about how Hashem sends Rafua before the Maka. All right, now it's time for a four block back Hazara. Dov test, and the simmer Dov test is a teapot. So here goes. The 72 cups of tea, tea, that must be around Dov test, teapot. The 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms, which reminds it was only permitted to write a safer Torah in Greek because of the incident with Talmai HaMelech when he put the 72 Zikanim in 72 separate rooms to translate the Torah into Greek. 
So the 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms were filled from a huge teapot in a tent with beautiful Greek writing on it, which reminds us that Rabbi Yochanan said that Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel's reason for permitting the Torah to be written in Greek and not in any other language is based on the Pasa that states, Yafdel Kimo Yafes Vihishkom Shame. May Hashem expand Yefes and he will dwell in the tents of shame. This means, the Brav shall Yefes you ba'olei The words of Yefes, referring to his language, shall be in the tents of shame. So, the 72 cups of tea served to 72 rabbis in separate rooms were filled from a huge teapot in a tent with beautiful Greek writing on it by a high priest with anointing oil on his head who knew if he made and followed one wrong psaac, he'd have to offer up. His prize bull, which reminds the next mission states there's no difference between the Kongadol anointed with the Shem and a Mishcha and the Kongadol invested through the wearing of additional begotten, except the bull that comes for all the mitzvahs. Actually explains that a Kongadol that was anointed, who then errs in psak in halacha, where the punishment is karas when dumb amazed, and then acts in accordance with his wrong psak, he must bring a bull as a chattas. And the more infers from here, when it comes to the par yomikipurim in the series Eifa, both the anointed Kongadol and the Kongadol invested by the additional begadim are identical, and that these offerings apply to both. Daf Yud. So the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin. Minion of Yidin. That must be on Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin gathered for the Megillah reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria, which reminds us, which reminds us, the mission state that the Kedush of Shiloh has a heter after it, which means that after its destruction, Bamos were permitted again. Whereas the Kedush of Shalim has no permit after it, meaning after its destruction, Bamos are still prohibited. The Gemara brings Rabbi Yitzchak, who said that he heard that one may bring offerings in the Temple of Chonyo nowadays, since the base of Mikdash is destroyed. Rabbi Yitzchak holds like those that base Chonyo was not a base of Odazora, and he also holds that the initial sanctification of Shalim and the base of Mikdash was for as long as the Temple stood, but not a Kedusha for all future time. But Rabbi Yitzchak eventually retracted his opinion based in part because of the Mishnah. So the minion of Yin gathered from the Gil reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria just got out the first two words of Vayihibimei, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a principle based on the opening Pasuk in the Megillah, that wherever the phrase Vayihibimei, and it was in the days, is used, that a painful episode is being introduced. So, the minion of Yin gathered from the Megillah reading in an ancient temple in Alexandria, just got out the first two words of Vayihibimei, when a painting of the ancient kingdom of Babylon fell to the floor with a dead queen. In the picture, which reminds us, Rabbi Yonasan opened his shir on the Megillah with the following pasuk: "But kamti alem hikrati lebavo shem v'sher v'nin v'nechet numashem, for I will rise up against them and cut them off from bavo, name, relative, offspring, and descendants." Says Hashem. Name Zeaksav. This refers to abolishing the Babylonian script. Relative refers to their language disappearing. Offspring refers to their kingdom. V'nechet and descendant refers to Vashti, who is a descendant of Nebuchadnezzar. Daf Yudolf. So the similar Daf Yudolf is stars like the eleven stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields. Stars of David? That must be on Daphidolf. Stars. The Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields. Which reminds us, the Gemara continues bringing the psukim that various Amarim used to begin their shiurim on the Megillah. Shmuel brought the following pasik. I will have not been disgusted by them, nor will I have rejected them to destroy them. He darshaned out how in every Gaulus, the Kosh Baruch would appoint various leaders to save us, and in the future, no one will be able to rule over us. So, the Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king who ruled the upper worlds as well, which reminds us Shlomo Melch was not included in the list of three kings that ruled the entire world either because he was deposed by the demon Ashmedai and never regained his malchus, or he did regain his malchus, but his malchus was qualitatively different in that he also ruled the upper beings, being the demons. So, 
the Jewish superheroes with the stars of David on their shields, standing before their king who ruled the upper worlds as well, laughed as they watched two silly emperors fumble and miscalculate 70 years. Which reminds us, the Gemara goes through how Belshazzar miscalculated the 70 years by counting from the beginning of Nebuchadnezzar's reign, and how Achishverosh miscalculated when he counted from the beginning of Gaul's bubble, which began with the exile of Yehoiachin eight years later. The count of the 70 years began with the destruction of the base of Migdash. So the Simon Daphiud base is 12 brothers. So here goes. The 12 brothers, 12 brothers, that must be more on Daph Yud base. The 12 brothers' slapstick permspiel opened, with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, which reminds us the Rav Shimba Yechai told us Talmud that the reason the Jews deserved to be wiped out was not because they attended the suit of Akashverosh, because then only the Jews of Shushan should be punished. Rather, it was because they bowed down to an Avodazor in the days of Nebuchadnezzar. Since they only acted outwardly, so to a Kajbar who acted outwardly with them and only intended to provoke them to do teshuva. So the twelve brothers' slapstick permspiel opened with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image. When suddenly one dresses Vashti with a huge tail appear, which reminds us that Vashti wanted to appear without clothes before Akashverosh and all the noblemen, but she refused to come either because she got Saras or Gavriel came and made her grow a tail. So the twelve brothers' slapstick permspiel opened with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image. When suddenly one dressed as Vashti with a huge tail appeared, which Mamukhan tripped over as he jumped to give advice to the king. Which reminds us, Mamukhan is Haman, and he was called Mamukhan because he was Mukhan Paranus, destined for punishment. He jumped to give advice that a letter should be sent saying that every man should be the ruler in his own home, which was ridiculed by everyone who read it, which led them not to take the second letter seriously. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.